Ladies and gentlemen, this is the voice of TBT, Bob Rathbun, welcoming you to another edition of Inside TBT. Here are your hosts, Andrew and Joey. Welcome back to Inside TBT. Big time episode with a big time interview with former Wichita State player, legendary former Wichita State player, and now the GM of the Aftershocks, Ron Baker. Yeah, an incredible interview, like Andrew said. Obviously, everyone's thinking, man, I would love to see Ron Baker lace it back up and be with his former Wichita State players. Well, you can't. And we tried, and we tried to convince him, but you can't. And you're just going to have to settle for watching him be a GM. And I think that's a pretty great consolation prize, um, if you so please, to do so. And if you do so please to do so, you can do so because the Wichita Regional is coming to Charles Koch Arena July 16th to the 20th. Get your tickets now at thetournament.com slash Wichita. Watch the Aftershocks. Watch GM Ron Baker on the sidelines. Maybe he'll help out with coaching. Maybe, you know, there will be like a dream scenario where all of a sudden you see him tying his shoe and it's like the miracle moment he's coming in. Probably not. So get your tickets. Now let's get to the interview with Ron Baker, the legend. All right, join us now on Inside TBT, Wichita State legend, and now GM of the Aftershocks, Ron Baker. Welcome to the show. Guys, I appreciate it. I want to know, is that your closet behind you? Or is that your, is that your, is that your office? This is definitely my closet. Okay. And I actually, if I can grab hey man, this. Sometimes you just got to make, make room and get things done. The door fell off. I got it right here. So that's why you can see all the uh, – I love it. That's why you can see the clothes, yeah. You know what's funny, Andrew? Hey, I've always I was living that. <laughs> sorry, 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 Ron. Go ahead. Like, you got a story. Is he, is, he, is, he, is he by his front door or something? I was trying to figure <laughs> out what was going on, but there you go. The closet door fell off. I love it. Yeah. When I, when I was in New York, our rooms were so small – downtown which i'm sure they are in chicago where you're at you just got to make make it happen you, sometimes you just got to do like a, a FaceTime on the couch anywhere you can get some space you know i actually got a pretty solid room but a lot of the space is being taken by the broken door as you just saw so <laughs> if i showed you anything else besides this kind of center right here you know what Focus on the double TBT branding instead of yeah. There we go. On the closet. Yeah. Yeah, I'm slacking. <laughs> I'm I'm slacking. I'm visiting. I'm visiting my parents. I'm home, and they don't. Unfortunately, the TBT has not sent them. They haven't sent any uh any banners for us to hang up in in my childhood home yet. But we're we got to work on that. So uh, I'll make sure to give them a call <laughs> to make sure that I'm on Zolden's level because clearly right now I'm not. I got like a picture of me golfing as like a two-year-old right there and a globe and then Ohio State so I mean it's good enough we make do with what we have absolutely 
I think we should probably talk about you a little bit. What do you think, Joe? Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's shift gears here. Ron, really, really tough, difficult, hard-hitting question to start. Why are you not playing? Why? Yeah, why? Tell tell the just, people. Just that. Um, so I had hip surgery in September. Overseas and I just didn't get along when you're over there nine months out of the year. The mental grind, not only the physical grind, I mean, obviously being a pro, it takes a lot of hours of sacrifice, but the mental grind being over there and being away, missing out on just the little things, family, friends, the things you enjoy in Kansas or in the States, sometimes you can't find overseas. And then other than that, I just wanted to golf at least four times a week and dive into the business world. (laughs) God, I love that. Oh, I love that. What better way to, you know, get into the business world than become a general manager of a basketball team? I mean, you're going to be, you're going to be dealing with money. If you guys win, you're going to be actually getting sponsorships that you got to get us, you know, you got to get a patch on the, on the aftershocks team Jersey. Any, uh, any local sponsors in mind for the Jersey patch? I was told the TBT was taking care of the jersey patch. We're, we're looking for all – you guys were only letting us do logos on the back of our shooting shirt. So, we'll, we'll find somebody that's generous enough here in Wichita. Wichita is a good, a good place. They're very supportive. As you guys know, what, 7,500 came to uh, the Wichita Aftershocks game back in 2019. I think it was the biggest attendance you guys had uh, it's, on record. It's funny, it's funny you mentioned that because, you know, tickets aren't sold out yet for your regional. <laughs> I mean, do the fans not care anymore? We're TBT's trying. They're like, all right, let's get Ron Baker involved. And, I mean, it just seems like it's, you know, what's going on? Is, is it plateauing? Our ticket sales plateauing now <laughs> that I got a label as GM and – we're just not we're just not producing ticket sales. I don't know. Maybe we got to go on like a marketing tour around the town, hit some <laughs> different pubs. Do maybe, maybe like a marketing TBT pub crawl. Ooh, just we're get in. people involved. We're in. Yeah, we're yeah, in. we'll be there. I just love when I just I want to make it abundantly clear. I love when when guests come on the show and they're like, "You guys, you guys, you guys." When talking about the TBT to me and Andrew. We have no say in what goes on. <laughs> Literally nothing. Literally you're nothing. Just running, you're just running the podcast. Yeah, we're just – You're just trying just to get trying the word to, out. Yeah, we're just trying to crack jokes and talk hoops and, you know, let the chips fall as, as they may. And, and then we got people, you know, complaining to us about sponsorships. It's like, hey, man, like, you know, sorry, we'd sponsor you if you could. If you want to be sponsored by Inside TBT, you're more than welcome to be. Oh, ooh, that's actually a really good idea. That's huge. That's huge. <laughs> you guys – you guys got like a website we could throw on the back of our of our warm-ups that'd be you know huge. What we could do the spotify little link thing yeah we could yeah. put we could put like the what are those called that now every restaurant has instead of menus the qr code qr code yeah we could put a ooh, inside tbt qr code and then you could wear it on the sidelines and every time someone has like a big dunk or big play you could just turn around and go like that <laughs> yeah qr code yeah because wow. you know Dude, i think we're onto something here you know that every every game that you guys play, and they're going to pan to the bench and be like, Ron Baker, former Wichita State legend, not retired, now GM. And if you just had a little patch on your on your shirt, whatever shirt you're wearing, 
if everyone could pause at home, be like, oh man, what's that QR code? Let me scan it. Boom, subscribe, five stars, and, and, and everybody wins. <laughs> you guys would get unlimited clicks for <laughs> unlimited. two hours of our game. <laughs> So maybe maybe I should contact like Callaway or Titleist or Mizuno Golf and get a logo, unlimited golf balls for life. I think that's. Easy. I think we're onto something here. I I love that you're spinning it all into golf. Like you're a man after my heart right now. I, I I'm a big fan right now. I'm I'm in. I'm in. Connor Frankamp, Connor Frankamp, who is on our TBT team, who's playing professionally over in Spain, Spain is actually a scratch golfer. He's a scratch golfer. He's playing over in Spain. Oh, yeah. Wow. You know, Spain, that's why he went there is because they got nice weather, and he goes to the course every day after practice. So we're going to need a golf sponsorship to get him to stay on the team year in and year out. Well, what's your handicap? I'm sitting at about a 12, but it's going the wrong direction right now. You're coming towards me. No no excuses. Yeah, no excuses. Yeah, I'm about to hang out with the boys real quick. <laughs> <laughs> so, you mentioned Connor Frankamp. Can you tell us anything else yeah. about the squad? Can you give us, you know, some inside TBT, inside scoop of who you're going to be rolling out there for the first game? Anything is, is much appreciated. We'll get a raise. <laughs> More clicks. More clicks. The uh, the team right now is just five guys. What's cool about it is they're all younger, younger guys. I actually only played with three of them. Richard Kelly, who is over in Italy, I believe, and then Marcus McDuffie. And then I played a semester with Connor Brandcamp. And then we have a point guard, Samaje Haynes-Jones, who's actually from Wichita. He was a Juke All-American at Hutch for two years, and then he came here and played with Marcus his senior year, quite a few minutes. So excited excited for those core guys that actually played together for one to two years to come back and be involved. I, I will give a little spoiler is that we are targeting a couple players that are actually older than me, and I'm 28, so – trying to bring in some some guys that are still professionals overseas and played on the NIT championship team and also in the final four. Perfect. That's that's all we needed. So there's your there's your inside TBT. Exactly. We just needed you just gotta wet the beak a little bit and that's perfect. That gets our gears turning. That lets us <laughs> that lets us speculate. Uh you know, you mentioned the final four. how is how is you know Chicago's own, I mean, well, Rockford's own, Fred Van Fleet. What's his involvement with the team so far, if, if any? J.R. Simon and him are really close. We're all close, but they, they stay in contact the most throughout Fred's season. We've, we've said that we would love for him to be involved. Obviously, him coming off a season – in the NBA, he's going to want his, his free time and throughout the summer, so we'll respect that. But he knows that he's welcome to be, a, be involved in any, any, any way he wants to. It'd obviously be sweet to see him there supporting guys that he played with and guys that obviously respect him. <clears throat> so he's always welcome on our show as well. We got an extra Zoom box for him <laughs> if, he ever, 
He's never getting real bored. I know you've made it pretty clear that, you know, you're not playing. But I do have to tell you, you would not be the only retired professional player if you did decide to suit up. You know, Devendorf, I feel like he's been retired for 15 years, and he still right. shows up every year. See, there's guys like that. That's why I love this tournament. There's guys like that. You hear those names. They're just natural hoopers. Like, I, I'm the type of hooper. I got to be there every day, every day. Devendorf, on the other hand, he's just showing up. He's making the team regardless, and he's going out there and dropping 55. Like, <laughs> he's a hooper. I feel like See, I, 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 feel I like just can't flip the switch like some of these guys. I don't know if you're uh, if you're big on TikTok or if they have TikTok in Kansas, but you know there's these there's these like this trend where it like talks about like just hoopers or just that are just athletic no matter what, and they'll be like on the sidelines during their AAU games like eating M and M's and stuff. Like I feel like Diebler in or not Diebler, Devendorf in between games could just like have a couple hot dogs and then just be like, oh, all right. Time to have another 10 threes. Here we go. Absolutely. I'm not sure what Devendorf's up to, but he's definitely the spitting image of a guy that's been selling insurance all winter, all spring, and he's just going to roll up to TBT and say, yeah, I'm in the starting five. Let's get buckets. I think, Ron, you and me are in the same category. Or except for I've been retired and had no pro career, so that's a little bit different. You know, ne- never really sniffed the NBA, unfortunately. But it's a different story for a different day. Yeah. But the common thread between us <laughs> is um, being a walk-on. So maybe that's what um, you know. Maybe that's why we have no switch. I I do remember being the guy that would have to show up early to practice, make sure I get my reps in, make sure I get stretched out and warmed up. Whereas the other guys, whether it's weights, conditioning, or practice, they just walk in with their shoes untied, give me 50 points, and then run a four-minute mile. So, I hear you. <laughs> so, you're saying, as a walk-on, you got to be a day-to-day guy to make the squad. I've been there, my friend. I've been yeah. there. Exactly. It's not a bad habit to have. It's, it's not. <laughs> you're, exact, you're exactly right, which leads me to my next question. Are you going to sit here and say that you'll never play in the TBT? Yep. That's what I'm sitting here telling you. I love Sorry that. to spoil it. <laughs> We're cutting that out. We're cutting that out. <laughs> I'm supposed to say ne- – we'll never say never, yep, but my looking like a no. And being my – having my luck, <laughs> I'd probably get hurt again, have another surgery, miss out on another golf year. I can't <laughs> – I can't let that – I can't let that happen. Can't let that 12 go to a four. three surgeries, three – <laughs> three surgeries in four years as a professional. I, I'm, them things are starting to wear me out. I got a, I got a dumb question for you. What was your favorite injury? Like maybe the way it looked or any, you know what I mean? Like what was your favorite injury? Good question. So my first, that is great. My first serious injury was in New York. Came off the bench. We were playing Brooklyn at home. And I believe it was Damari Carroll was going up to shoot a three and I just had reached in and I caught all ball late shot clock. He went up and my arm just hits that ball and you can see in slow motion. It just, my shoulder just is rattling right here. And as I start to fall, the video keeps going and my elbow touches my tailbone in the video. 
and I just walk over to the sideline, just yep, tapping out. <laughs> the video made me not like super nauseous. Was, Doc's like doing stuff to it, and it's popping out. But yeah, watching that video, ugh, not not pleasant. I, I've been there. I actually threw in, and not to spin this on me, I same thing but different. I threw a backdoor pass in a pickup game, and when I followed through, my arm was stuck, <laughs> and I had a weak shoulder already. Like I had a bunch of like micro sure. tears in my labrum already that I had been in your labrum, and, yeah. And so when I threw the backdoor pass, it was. It's a really good pass, but I didn't see the rest of it because I felt my shoulder was like backwards, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like the, it was literally that's what it feels was, like. Yeah. was gone. And sure enough, I turn around and look and like my arm was stuck in that like follow through position. And I like had to like guide as I walked down to the trainer, I like guided it back into the socket and I, and I had to wear a sling to the spring football game in Ohio State, and I'll never forget it. <laughs> Not fun. I didn't have surgery. It didn't matter what injury you had. It didn't matter what injury you had. You was not missing that spring football game. No chance. No chance. No chance. That was my last one. I mean, like, I, I remember I, right. I was going into my senior year, and I, and I was like, I'm not going to have surgery because, like, I don't, I don't play enough to have surgery. Like, let me just have this senior year. Like, I'll worry about it after. And it still bugs me all the time. Like, I can't really throw a football or anything. Like, it's whatever. But it's, it's, uh, it was worth it to not have to, – to be able to have my senior year. But that's a, it's enough about me. Shoulders are – don't even get me started. I got all the shoulder stories in the world. But good answer. I got a, a TBT question for you. All right. <laughs> all right. If that's okay with you. That's all right, yeah. So, I know you, you played overseas – with Kyle Hines, did he ever try to recruit you to yep. Hines? He had mentioned it prior to COVID happening because we only played one year together. So in March, COVID hit and we left Sheske March like 28th and the country was shut down. And then Wichita State, I just told him Wichita State was – putting a team together, and if I was going to play, my, my ties would go there. But his team ended up getting to the semis last year in the bubble, if I'm not Two years mistaken. ago. Yeah, two years ago. Last year they got bounced. Two years ago. Round. The, uh, the teams he usually brings are all, all guys that play either EuroLeague or high up ball over, overseas. He's well-respected over there. I remember when I first joined Cheske, all the all the hoopers that we were having runs with in New York City while I was training all summer, they kept asking me where I was going, and I told them Cheske. And they asked what players were on the team. And right when I said Kyle Hines, every time that name was mentioned, the word legend or rings was brought up. The guy's an all-time winner over in Europe. Like his back back backstory is even better too well here's here's what i don't understand so like today marcus Keane won his third championship this year can you explain to me how it works overseas and how these guys can win like multiple championships in one year absolutely i'm not sure what league marcus is in 
but when we were in Russia, your seasons are split into two. You're in two different leagues throughout one season. Two leagues, neither of them are related. So, for instance, Moscow, Cheska, we were in the Euro League, and we were also in a Russian League. So we'd play one to two games a week, and we knew if it was going to be Russian League or Euro League. So when you see guys like that winning a championship, it might be their domestic league or it could be whatever superior league they're in. I think it goes Euro League, Euro Cup, uh, Super League. There's all sorts of different other Super leagues league. that allow you to compete against the Super League, not soccer, but yeah, oh, man. But yeah there's other, other – it allows other domestic leagues to play foreign countries is what it amounts to. Gotcha. That, so it was, I, that, that's the classic, like, Europe, European basketball is the classic, like, yeah, I know exactly what it is. And then someone asks you to explain it, and you're like, I can't explain it, but, but, I, but I get it. it. It's so hard to explain. You have to be there and physically go through it in order to comprehend how it works. Because you might play in a Russian league game. You got new officials. You got new ba- a different basketball type of basketball. And it just, it just, it's just something you have to physically go do and to comprehend how it, how it functions. My, my last question I have for you, you know, GMs typically build the team and then sit back and watch, you know, their, their creation go to work. <laughs> are you the type of GM that you're going to be heavily involved during TBT or are you going to get the team together and take a step back and take a deep breath? To be honest, labeling me GM is, <laughs> yeah, it's great and all. But behind the scenes, Zach Bush has honestly been doing majority of the work as far as reaching out to players. Before I joined, I had told him that us three were kind of going into this thing and cooperating, co- excuse me, us three were going into this thing and we were cooperating as one whether we're co-coaches, co-GMs, it didn't really matter. We were thinking us three, we can assemble the team that we want. We want about nine to 10 guys. Uh, If we can get all WSU guys, great. I think we're leaning, leaning, like I said, towards nine players. And like the good thing about it, all this is Wichita State has a lot of pros. At some point you're going to have to cut, cut, not cut a guy, but not allow him to play. You, if you if you want nine guys, that tenth guy is going to feel kind of left out. If you want twenty guys, the twenty first guy is going to feel left out. But basketball is something that's grown a lot here in Wichita. So the, like I said, it's a good it's a good issue to have, knowing that you have a lot of players overseas and you can put together or at least try to put together the best team you feel suitable to perform in this tournament. So let me ask you this, and this is this is my last question, but then Andrew's got another question for you probably. Um, if you had to have one of the guys, either JR or Zach Bush, suit up for you guys and maybe even take the last shot, who, who are you picking? Well, Zach, Zach is actually getting a couple offers here in the Wichita metro area to be a head coach. So he's, he's been around the game throughout the course of a, of a school year. I'd have to go with him. Our boy JR has been selling houses down in Oklahoma City. He's <laughs> killing the realtor game. But I'm sure 
I, I can't speak on behalf of JR. I'm sure he's been getting some runs at the YMCA or whatever they got down south. But my, my, my bet's going to be Zach Bush. <laughs> All right. All right. That's good to know. That's good to know. I don't have any more questions for you, but I am excited because we're at my favorite part of the interview. And Joey explains this a little better than me, but I did want to tell you that I'm excited about it. But, Joey, you can tell him what it is. Yeah, Ron, what we like to do to end our interviews is to uh, flip the tables, turn the tables, if, if, you, if you will, uh, on you and put you in the interviewer seat, have us be in the interviewee seat, and let you ask any questions that you've been dying to ask us uh, since this interview started. Joey, are you a part of the One Trillion Club? Great question. Um, my whole philosophy as a walk-on was to be the exact opposite, and I got in there and chucked I, every time I touched the ball. Not literally, but I wanted to get my stats up, and me and Titus are, are good. We're, we're really good friends, and that was the whole thing was we were very similar in terms of our social media presence. We didn't take ourselves very seriously, blah, 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 whatever. But the difference was when I went in there, I was trying to score. Fans loved it. Versus when he went in there, he didn't even want to touch the ball. Fans loved it. So right. I, I could do no wrong because if I got a trillion, everyone would tweet at me like, Joey Lane got a trillion, blah, whatever, whatever. And people loved it. And if I scored, people would be like, oh, my God, like, you know, classic walk-ons could do no wrong. If I threw the ball in the stands, they'd be like, oh, my God, that's so cute that he just threw the ball in the stands. <laughs> you know, so, um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I had a few trillions under my belt. I remember my freshman year, like, media people would like tell me like hey like you're supposed to get trillions and I was like no <laughs> I, I'm playing for if I'm playing for a minute okay maybe you know like I'm not just gonna take a shot first time I touch it like you know I don't want to embarrass myself but if I'm out there and I'm getting a little sweat in the flow of the game like I'm gonna shoot it or I'm gonna turn it over like <laughs> there's something's gonna happen it's hard to have no significance I, uh... I had a cousin that walked on at Creighton from the Kansas City area, and he played with McDermott. And over the holiday breaks, we would meet up, and he told me about the Trillion Club. And this was my freshman year at Wichita State. <laughs> and he was telling the story. I don't know if it was a kid from Ohio State, but he got in. This kid, I don't know who it is, got in with a minute to go. <laughs> He's dribbling the ball out, and they're down. <laughs> so their coach is telling them, like, what are you doing? Like, you got to go. And makes a pass to a kid at the, you know, doing what he's supposed to, and the kid hits a three with, like, two seconds left. And he's like – So, he's no longer in the Trillion Club. And he's, just, he's so mad at his teammate for making a three-point basket. <laughs> well, Titus – That would just be devastating. Titus tried to do this thing my senior year where he was, like, going to give away, like, a belt to the kid with the most trillions. Like – if you had a right. one trillion, you know, that's one minute, no significant stats. If you had a four trillion, that means you played mm -hmm. the last four minutes of the game and had no significant stats, which <laughs> that's better than obviously a one trillion. So like which yeah, means you're, you're running away. You're literally running away from rebounds. <laughs> yeah. You're like, you you're got it. Passing to your teammates. You're running to the corner. Don't pass it to me. Don't pass it to me. Yep. It's hard. It could be pretty damn hard to get a trillion. It's hard. The only trillions I ever got was like that one minute and under threshold. Like I remember one game at Northwestern, which I'm from Chicago. So like that was a really fun game for me to get in. Uh, my freshman year, 
looking back on it, Zoldan, I don't know if you were there or not, but looking back on it, like I had like these pants that were too big. You know, my shorts were too big. My jersey was too big. Um, my socks were too high. I had tights on, which why am I wearing compression pants? Like, I, like for what reason, you know? And, and I just dribbled it out for like the last, you know, 27 seconds or whatever it was and handed the ball to the ref when shook people's hands. And I remember one of the assistant coaches were like, why the hell didn't you shoot the ball? I was like, am I, I wasn't even thinking about the trillion. I was like, bad sportsmanship. What am I supposed to do? He's like, every time you get in there, I don't care if it's after the buzzer or during the game, like you shoot the ball. Like that's your job. Like, trust me. And, and ever since that moment, <laughs> I, I, I used to like, we would dribble out the clock at the end of the games. Like I would make sure I had the ball at the end to like shoot a half court shot after the buzzer. Like that's like, I was always going to shoot after like, no matter what, which I don't know if that was a great look or not, but that's all right. So all right. my, my, Ronald, uh, ask me a question. My question for Andrew. Yeah. Are you a Cubs or Sox guy? I am a Cubs guy, but I, uh, I'll, I'll watch just about any NBA game or any NFL game mm-hmm. over, over baseball. I can tell you that much. Okay. Like I rather so, watch, I rather yeah, watch like Wizards Pelicans over a World Series game. That's not true. Yeah, hundred okay. percent. So you're just not Game a seven. big, not a big baseball guy. Playoff baseball is great, Andrew. You're so, what I was getting, what I was getting to, Andrew, is last night the Diamondbacks, I believe, were just getting throttled by the White Sox. I'm a big baseball guy, but I'm with you. Like regular season especially with the new TV deal they got. It's hard to watch. It's only on ESPN or Major League Baseball here and there. This is going to be far such as watching your team, answer. which my team's the Royals. This is going to be such so they're down 14. The Sox are down 14 to like three. Sorry, up 14 to three. And the Diamondbacks are running out of arms, right? So they throw in a, I believe, a – in maybe their first baseman, I'm familiar. I'm, player. What I'm very familiar with what went down last night. <laughs> I just need to know if someone throws you an EFIS at 50 miles an hour, belt high, and it's 14 to three. I'm full send. Absolutely, I'm full send in that thing. Don't put the position, the common on the mound if you don't want. Yeah. The, the batters right. take advantage of it. What if the Yerminator – I know about baseball. I just don't like watching it. What if the Yerminator, who hit the home run, <laughs> what if he's ends the season at, like, 49 home runs or something like that, and now you're one away from, you know, that 50 marker, or you're going to have a contract eventually where, like, you're going to want an extra hit, want an extra home run. So I'm with you. Swing and swing away. I just want to know that ball – if it's three and one, it's fine. But if it's three and zero, oh, it's not fine. Like, come on, those stuff like that is just like they're they're just everyone's just tiptoeing on that line of like trying to be so cool that they respect all the baseball rules and stuff. And you know, there's some stuff that's like okay, like maybe don't pimp a home run in the fifth inning of a regular season game when you're down four. You know, but like, sure, he didn't do anything wrong. He just took a meatball. No. 700 feet deep in center. Like, what do you want him to do? That ball was deleted. <laughs> yeah. That ball was sent. 
<laughs> had to be the highest trajectory of any I mean, home run this year. He hit it to the moon. It was unbelievable. And if, I don't know who was I don't know who was commentating the game, but he was immediately just like, ah, I don't know if I like that. I don't know if I well, like that. On the flip side, you got Jason Benetti, who's the Sox and play-by-play guy, who's one of the best in the business. Obviously, college hoops guy I as bet. well. And he was. He was like, he hit it and he goes, oh, my God, that ball is sent to the moon. And he loved it. So, Benetti's the best, though. I mean, he's never going to give any – he's never going to say anything wrong. Benetti, I mean, that dude's the best. So, of course, it's the Diamondbacks guy. If it was the reverse, they'd be like – I got breaking news. I got breaking news. Marcus Towns. Marcus Towns is playing with mental toughness, TBT. <laughs> breaking news. Mm-hmm. There was talks of a Loyola Mark- alumni team, but it looks like that will not oh, be Oh, Andrew, I was about to ask a little trivia question to ask Ron if he knew where Marcus Towns went to school. But you would have known that. You're a, big, you're a big sports guy. They were in the Valley. Ron, before, good point. before we let you go, can we all smile so I could take a screenshot of this and then tweet it to tease it? I got to fix my hair. Sure. Yeah, let me fix my hair too. <laughs> yeah, fix your hair now, Joe, even though the whole thing's going to be – on video. Yeah, bro. I always look good. I'm not worried. All right. One, two. Oh, wait. Hold on. Sorry, listeners. One, two, <laughs> three. Perfect. Now we got the tweet. Ron, are you, big, are you a Love big it. sports trivia guy? Yeah, it depends. It depends on what sport, I suppose. Okay, well, this is a college football slash college basketball question. It's our favorite. Tri- we have another uh, podcast, which is kind of how we got this gig. But on our other show, we love to ask mm-hmm. our guests this question if they think they know if they think they know their stuff. Um, my question to you is: Do you know what the last? And Andrew, tell me if I'm asking it wrong. Do you know the last school to have both the number one overall pick in football and basketball is? Football and basketball. And if you can name the players, that's a bonus also. Football and basketball. Uh, I was going to say te- Texas was going to be my first answer, but KD was the second pick. And I think Vince Young was maybe or right was, there. He was a little bit later. I think Vince Young was like 08. A little later? Yeah. Good guess, though. Uh, like running back? Running back or quarterback? I can, I can give you that if you, if you really need it. It's it's it's. I will um, I'll, before I give you that hint. No, actually, actually, I would. I think I. No, the year would make it too easy. The year unless would, it was before two thousand. It was not before okay. two thousand, but it was before two thousand ten. I'll give you that. In that okay. that ten year span, and I can give you the position mm-hmm. if you really want it. I don't think it's going to give it away because. I mean, it's a quarterback. Every number one overall picks a quarterback. Yeah, Yo, you got to give it to him because I got to yeah. go. Okay. Twist. Andrew has to go. A twist on the it's a, red, it's a red school, and it's out west. That's Pac-12, and it's not USC. <laughs> if, if that doesn't make it any easier, then, then I don't know. No, Bas- I, I give. Basketball was a center, That's a, and he's not from America, but he played college basketball in the United States. <laughs> what the hell? He's from California. He's from Australia. From Austra- he's from Australia, mate. 
Oh, Utah State. Regular Utah, but drop yeah, the Bogut. State. drop the state. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Not drop the state. Bogut yeah. and Alex Smith. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. Save wow. that one. That's an all-time. That's something. That's an all-time sports trivia question. Save that one for a rainy day when when you need to stump someone. That's a good one. That's a good one. I was overthinking that. I figured Bogut was way before 2010. It, it's hard. Like most people say Ohio State because Greg Oden and then Troy era, uh, not Troy Smith. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a bunch of guys who were close to going number one, like in that era. Well, the Ohio State version of that is, I think Terrell Pryor and Greg Oden might have been right next to each other for number one recruits. Yeah. They, Fairly close. Yeah. yeah. So, Ron, next time we have you on, we'll have more trivia huh. for you. And if you make it, I'm big, date, big trivia guy. If you make it to Dayton, we'll hang out. <laughs> Love it. Look forward to it. All right, man. Thanks for your time. We appreciate this. this is a appreciate the time. Thanks, yeah. man. No Talk doubt, guys. Soon. Be good. Yep. Take care. See ya.